Hey friends, welcome to the City Hope Podcast. My name is Bobby Thompson and I have the privilege of serving as a lead pastor. I pray that today's message would inspire you, it would encourage you, and it would also challenge you in your walk with Christ. Enjoy today's sermon. Amen. You may be seated. Hey, can you just thank our worship team this morning for leading us? Got our, got our student team up here killing it, and uh, Pastor Brad's out on vacation. We may just make him stay on vacation. You guys did a, did a heck of a job. Hey, my name's Bobby. If I haven't got to meet you yet, thank you for being here. Uh, it means uh, so much to us. We're honored that you decided to be here uh, today. Uh, we're not handing out trophies at the end of the service, okay? So don't, don't, I don't want you to think that. Um, no, but today's going to be a little bit different. Um, we uh, just finished up a relationship series last week, and... And uh, we were just kind of praying and, and asking the Lord for some direction for these next couple of weeks. And so today is going to look a little different. So if this is one of your first times, uh, uh, come back in the next couple of weeks and, and just uh, you'll be able to kind of see the normal of what's going on. But well, a couple of the things that we like to say around here is, is number one is that your presence matters. And when you come to church, when you come and be a part of the body of Christ as we gather together, it, it, it matters. And some of you, uh, maybe you go through life and you feel like you don't matter. And we want you to know that you do and that you being here today, it means the world to me as the pastor. It means the world to, to the Lord that you're trying to, to serve him. And maybe somebody drug you here, right? So maybe you're just here because your friend asked you. But whatever the reason is, is your presence matters to us. And then the second part of that, that that we say a lot is that your story matters. Your story matters. You see, in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus looked at the disciples. And he was teaching the disciples. And he said, here's what I want you to do, guys. And, and he gives them kind of this list. But he says something. He says, uh, um, he says, go into the world and shine your light. Go shine your light into the world. And he says, so that other people can see your light. And so, so, for, so, so many of us, we think, well, I don't want to tell my story because I don't want to brag on myself and I don't want it to feel like it's all about me. But then there's something that he adds at the end of that verse in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. He says, let your light shine before others so that others can see your good deeds. And then he says this, so that God gets the glory. So that he gets all the glory. So I need to shine my light. I need to tell my story so that other people will see it. Other people will notice it. Why? Not so people can say, good job and pat me on the back, but so that God gets the glory. And I think if you will, you will have that mindset when it's talking about your story. Every one of you has a unique journey that you've walked through. You've walked through some things that are so tough that you wouldn't wish on anyone. Some of you have had some high, high, high mountaintop experiences. And some of us have had some low, low, low valleys. But in the midst of all that, I want you to understand something today. No matter if you would consider yourself a church person or not, your story matters. Your story matters. It matters to God. It matters to us. And it matters to the world. And so this morning, as we begin to pray, um, we're lucky, the, the, our pastors and our team, we get to hear a lot of stories, right? People tell us about what God's doing in their heart and what God's doing in their life and all the different ways. And they ask us for prayer that we can, you know, walk alongside of them in tough journeys. And so we just thought, hey, let's get some of these stories out there. Some of these the things that we consider wins, some of these things that, that people have come and shared their story with us, uh, let's, man, people need to hear this. And, and I want to encourage you even today, as you're listening, you know, what's your story? Okay, I get it. My presence matters. My story matters. Well, what is my story? 
God, if you, were to, if you were to tell me that I need to share my story with someone, what would I share? What would it be about? Would it be about my, my marriage? Would it be about my relationship with my, my family, my kids, my, my church journey where I serve? What would your story, what would you tell? And so this morning, we've, we've asked a couple of folks to come and do exactly that, is just share their story of what God has done and what he continues to do in their life. So it'll be a little bit different today, but I, I know it'll bless your heart this morning. So the first family I want to ask to come up is the Shockley family. Uh, y'all give it up for Sean and Lindsay Shockley as they come this morning. So uh, this... this uh, well, awesome couple here. Uh, I had the, the, the privilege, I'm not going to tell the whole story, but uh, I had the privilege of doing their wedding. Uh, uh, was it, how long ago? A year ago? Two years ago? A uh, year, year and a half. Okay, yeah. year and a half. And so, uh, real quick, uh, just I guess, I got I jumped ahead, I'm sorry. All right, <laughs> tell, tell your story. How did you guys end up here at City Hope Church? Um, yeah, like Bobby was saying, um, we needed a somebody to marry us um, because we moved to the area back in January of that year and um, didn't really know that many people outside of the neighborhood. And um, Bobby's neighbor, Ken, um, asked me to work on Bobby's golf cart um, because somebody wrecked it. Um, Wasn't me. (laughs) So we went and I met Bobby and... um, then we asked you to marry us, and you asked us to come to church, and it took us another year, and <laughs> my mom dragging us, but we finally came and never left. Yeah. And the first time we came, it was the last day of the prayer circle, um, and it was not normal then, and so just... Just come back. It's, it's worth it. We have a lot of not normal services. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, so, Lindsay, Lindsay, share a little bit about uh, jumping back into to church. You had a little bit of a background of church, but you, you, you weren't fully, you guys weren't, weren't in it. And so share about that a little bit. Um, yeah, like Sean said, uh, it took us a while to get here. Um, Bobby preached, our, our, he married us, and Sean's mom just fell in love with Bobby. <laughs> So um, she came to visit one week and drug us to church. Uh, we were not churchgoers at all before that, and we didn't want to be here. I certainly didn't want to be here. Um, and he was finishing up his prayer circle, and he was preaching about the mustard seed that day. And um, it was just like the Holy Spirit locked eyes with me while he was preaching about the mustard seed, and I just I, I couldn't fight it anymore. Um, so I grabbed Sean and. We walked up and got a mustard seed, and he prayed over us. And I think in the 15 years I've known him, we've never prayed together, never heard him pray. And um, he prayed over us, and that was it. My brain started working different after that. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, both of you guys have some background in church growing up, um, but drifted away from that. And, and I guess just share a little bit about that journey, you know, drifting away and then obviously coming to church and the Lord, you know, the reconnection. So talk about it real quick because all of us go through those valleys, right? All of us probably have walked through some, some times in our life where we weren't as close to God as maybe we once were. But just talk about that, that part of your journey there when you were, when you kind of away from the Lord. You knew, you knew that probably needed to be, but you weren't, you weren't there. Yeah, for me it was... Um... I was involved in the church. We moved from uh, Thomasville, um, North Carolina, 
and I was involved with the church up there, and the church kind of split, and um, when it did, it kind of took me with it, and I ran as far um, and as long as I could to get away from church, to get away from God, really, Um, and when we were there that day, or here that day, and um, my wife, who is my best friend, um, I felt her kind of have those convictions, and I was trying my best to um, ignore my own convictions, and I knew we had been talking about coming and just could never pull the trigger to um, to actually come to church, and um, I guess God knew that she was the way to get me, and here we are. So, so Lindsay, talk about that a little bit because your earlier statement was, I definitely didn't want to come to church, but God used you to get Sean back in church. Talk about your journey of, of just drifting away from the Lord there for, for a period of time. Um, yeah, I mean, when I was little, I was in church, and then um, as we became an adult, my mom passed away, and I just spiraled and was nowhere near close to God where I wanted to be, and... Um, we were apart for a little while. We got back together, came back to church, and um, after I had that reconnection with God, I I struggled um, with who I was before. I, I got depressed about my past life and um, just the choices that I had made and the choices that I now would never make. Um, so I spent some time heavy in prayer. I did some fasting, and I just, I remember sitting in my closet just crying and talking to God and begging him to forgive me and just take all the things that I hated about myself away. And it was like all of a sudden I took this breath and it was like, okay, you're good. We're going to move on. And this is your life now. That's great. So, so let's talk about that. Talk about your reconnection with the Lord. Like what, what has that felt like? What, you know, maybe say even some practical tips uh, that, that you guys have done just to have that reconnection with the Lord. Um, over the last, you know, year and a half? Um, I think for me, you know, like that song, that last song there said, um, his friendship is unlike anything you'll ever experience. And um, that's really the truth because we, I mean, we've been going through it the last week, but at the end of the day, we both know that, you know, he's got us and he's going to take care of us and provide for us. Um but for me, it's really been a lot of prayer um, and meditating on his word, you know, not just reading a verse in the morning, but actually, you know, digging in and, you know, searching for what he's saying, um, asking him to open my heart and um, just reveal what he wants wants to show me. So, um, I think... Probably the biggest thing for me was um, after we started coming, we, like, within a couple weeks, we were like, we want to be a part of this church. And we jumped in, and we started volunteering. We signed up for a group, and we got (laughs) put in uh, the best group ever. They are just amazing. Um, But having those people, like, they don't even know. They don't even know how much they've done for us. But just surrounding ourselves with people in the church and people that have those same convictions and mindsets as we do has helped pull us up to places where we want to be um, and growing our relationship with God while learning how to love other people the way these people have loved us, the way Jesus loves us. 
that's, that's good. So I know that um, forgiveness has been a big part of your journey. Um, I know that God's grace has been a big part of your journey. Talk about, talk about that portion because, you know, obviously there's uh, folks here that they probably battle with that as well, you know, feeling forgiven and being willing to forgive. Talk about that part of your journey a little bit, Sean. So, um, you know, like my wife was saying, she had to forgive herself, and I found myself um, having to do that as well because of the church split that happened and what I've, the life I started living after that. And, um, you know, forgiveness is something that I never really understood, I don't think, until um, this time around, and um just having to forgive myself, ask for forgiveness and forgive others and just really learning what God's grace is and just how merciful he is. Um, so, yeah. I don't know that I have a follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> so, if someone's sitting out here and they're battling with, you know, getting, getting back to the Lord, and taking that step of, of obedience to say, okay, we need to make this commitment. Um, since y'all made the commitment, life's been perfect. Everything's been great and nothing's been hard, right? Um, but what would, your, what would your encouragement be? What would your wisdom be to someone who's, who's just kind of, you know, in the middle? Sh- should I go in all in on the Lord? Is, is life I'm living really what I want to do? What, what's that wisdom you would give? Um, I would say that, if you're not all in, you're fighting it. I was. I fought it for so long. I said, no, I don't want that. I'm going to do what I want to do. And um, just since we've been here and been with our people and just accepting that love just with open arms and just giving into it has just changed our life so much. And learning how to pray, because I always felt like prayer was so stiff and you had to do it so right, but learning how to just talk has helped me so much. Yeah, um, I don't really have that much to follow up either. So there you go. <laughs> well, um, real quick, you know, as you've been on this journey, um, and you've mentioned a couple times, uh, talk about the importance of the community that you now have that you didn't have when you first moved here. Yeah, um, I know for me, like, I've never been big on community. Um I'm kind of a loner and just want to be left alone. Um, I'm a grumpy old man at heart. (laughs) Um, But so she signed us up, um, and I thought she was signing us up for something else. Um, But she signed us up for small groups, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll try it. Um, And we went the first couple times, and, you know, I don't think I really opened up that much. But then one night I just opened up, and um, since then, like, it kind of hit me that, you know, these are the people that God's given me. These are the people that are going to help me through the hard times in life um, and the friendships that will, you know, last a lifetime. Yeah. So it's, it's important to me. Yeah, that's so good. Can you guys thank Sean and Lindsay for, for being up here with us today? Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Um, You know, I love, I love seeing and hearing 
what God does. And um, it's pretty cool because my first meeting with Sean, as he mentioned, uh, I was talking to my neighbor and our golf cart was a little messed up and um, getting to meet Sean. And, and it's is, it is cool that um, how something so simple, something so simple like working on a golf cart can literally create a connection to where now here we are a year and a half later and they're sitting here in church sharing what God's done in their heart, in their marriage, and in their life. And that's what God does. And that's why I think this is so important. And, and, and today, you may not be, uh, um, you know, sitting here going, yeah, do I, do I need to uh, you know, take my next step in my journey with Christ? But God may be using your story to impact someone else. And that's why your story matters. That's why it's so important. I want you to hear from one more couple. This is Bart and Morgan Schartzer. You guys give them a big round of applause today as they come. So Bart and Morgan, uh, I'm not going to say anything. Just share how you guys came uh, to City Hope Church. Really cool story. Really, really awesome story how, how God brought you guys here. Yeah, so uh, we're also pretty much neighbors with Bobby and uh, Sean and them. So we live uh, just about five minutes down the road down there. And uh, so we moved here just over three years ago uh, from Spartanburg. And so we had a church in Spartanburg that we found that we absolutely loved. Um, you know, we hated to have to leave there, but, uh, my job brought me down here. So, um, since we had been down here, we were hopping churches, trying to find, you know, the church that was the best fit for us. And, uh, it was tough, you know, we couldn't, uh, you know, we went through a few and, uh, so actually one day on our way to a church, uh, we drove by here and saw the city hope, uh, church signs. And, uh, so, uh, we went to the other church came back, and then on Monday at work, I looked him up, and uh, so I looked up and saw that uh, Bobby was from Louisville. Um, I'm a big Kentucky fan, so I didn't hold that against him. Um, that, uh, but so I saw that. I saw he, you know, he was a younger guy, younger family, and that's what we had kind of been wanting to look for. You know, we were we were wanting to find a church that had groups of all ages, um, but particularly for us, you know, younger groups that were in the same walk of life as we were. We have two kids in the uh, child care over there. So um, we were looking for that. We were looking for somebody to really invest in our kids. And so we tried it out. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think we uh, went anywhere since. We, we tried it out and loved it, um, became friends with Bobby and his family, and, uh, yeah, really enjoyed it since then. And when he first told me about it, he, I was like, why would we want to try out a Catholic church? <laughs> <laughs> but... Obviously, it wasn't, and we've loved it ever since we've been here. So, um, Bart does have two strikes against him. He is a Kentucky fan, number one, all right? And the second thing, he's a referee. Uh, nobody likes referees, right? So, no, I'm kidding. He does a great job. So, um, had a great church in Spartanburg, involved there. But uh, God started stirring in your heart about this the, the topic of tithing and being consistent in, in your giving and so just, just share a little bit about that, your journey, and, and just the prompting that you felt the Holy Spirit in, in your walk. Yeah, so um, basically throughout our entire marriage, um, you know, we grew, both of us grew up in church, so we knew what it was like to, um, you know, both of our parents tithe, so we knew what it was like. But um, we would go through spurts where we would not be consistent with tithing. We would, you know, talk about it and say, yeah, we need to start tithing. And then we would give for a little bit, but then there were times that, you know, we would, you know, basically 
you know, it got to the point where like, man, this is, we basically need all the money that we can bring in. You know, every cent counts for us to be able to live, you know, comfortably the way we are. So it's tough to have to, you know, give money, uh, basically from our paychecks that, you know, uh, is helping us. So we would get out of it. Um, so they were, uh, whenever we came here, we weren't tithing any church. We, you know, hadn't really found a church home. And so, I remember after a couple weeks and months of coming here, uh, there was one sermon that uh, Pastor Bobby said, uh, you know, make tithing a priority, not a second thought. And so basically whenever I, we were tithing in the past, I was paying all of our bills and then whatever was kind of left over would give to the church. So after he said that, Morgan and I both went home that next uh, that day and talked, and it hit kind of both of us. And... Uh, we said, you know what, we need to start making it a priority. So from then on, we decided that the first bills are, you know, as soon as we get our paycheck, the tithing is the first thing that we're going to pay. We're going to pay our bills around the tithing, not our tithing around our bills. So um, that's really hit us. That's good. That's good. Um, So talk about just since you guys made that commitment, what is the growth that you've seen? What is the, you know, the steps that, that God has shown you in your life that has helped confirm the decision to make this a priority? I feel like it's really pushed us to trust him in our faith. Um, I feel like we've experienced a lot of things where we've felt like uh, there's no way. There's no way that this can happen. But God said, where we say there's no way, but God makes a way. And we've really seen him come through in the past couple months for us. And not necessarily because we've started tithing, but we feel like. <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, we've gone through some things where uh, both of us has gone through career changes. Um, you know, we, uh, we also had a time where the lady that uh, was watching our kids, um, her husband got shipped over to California. So at the same time, we were in between jobs. We lost our child care. And if you have kids around here, I mean, you know, one, it's expensive, and two, you know, there's a wait list on everything. So we were really, you know, trying to figure out what we're going to do. And so um, we had started tithing at that point, like she said. I don't know if it's due to tithing or, you know, just God works anyway. But um, it worked out to where she got a job. She ended up getting childcare in the same building at, uh, as where she was working. Um, and then... Uh, we actually ended up, she ended up leaving there and found another child care. And so it's, it's worked out We're we get so worried about things all the time, but we kept telling each other, look, we need to trust that God's going to have a plan for us. We don't see it. So it makes us nervous, but it's worked out every single time. It was also really weird that same week that we heard the sermon and we had already kind of made up our minds that we were going to um, make tithing our priority I drove home from work one day and got the mail and went in and and opened up the mail and we had this random check in the mail. We weren't expecting it at all. And I called Bart and I was like, have you tithed? (laughs) He was like, I haven't yet, but I'm going to. And I just felt like, it just felt like a blessing. Uh, Yeah. So, so, um, obviously growing up in the church and and you've heard a, a lot of your life, you've watched your parents, you know, tithe. Talk about how your financial contributions to the church has connected you to 
this church and the mission and the community here at City Hope Church? Yeah, no, absolutely. So we've been here just over two years now, or right around two years, and just to see the church grow the way it has, I mean, when we were first coming, it was only one service, and it wasn't even getting filled for the one service we were having, and now when, you know, Pastor Bobby told me at one, you know, told us all, hey, we're going to two services, I was like, you know, I don't know, you know, if that's needed, but hey, you know, uh, you know, Bobby, Bobby's got the, uh, you know, God must have told him that. And to see how we we spoke at the 9 a.m. service, it was the most packed I've ever seen our 9 a.m. service, which is great. Uh, we've had 1030 services here where we've had to bring in chairs that wrap around the entire building here. So um, just to see that the church is growing when it comes to our tithing part of it, the little bit that we're giving I feel like at least helps a little bit. You know, uh, y'all are going to Haiti. The little bit of money that we gave helped towards that, not just us, but the entire church. Everybody giving their tithes and offerings is bringing everything that the church is doing to a next level, which is great. Yeah, yeah. So um, have you seen, since, since you've been tithing, have you seen other areas of your life um, in, in just thinking of generosity? and how it affects all different parts. What, what other areas of your life, just outside of the financial part, has you guys giving, how, has it affected? Yeah, so um, generosity for me is giving without expecting anything back. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's uh, like she said about that check that came in the mail. There's plenty of times where, like I said, we would go through spurts of tithing and then just random money would show up show up somehow that we weren't expecting but that's not the reason that we decided we wanted to give you know we don't we don't give to expect God to be generous with our you know with his money back to us it's God's money you you've said that before um and I think uh she had said it before where Pastor Brad said one time um you know we can't afford to tithe but we can't not afford to tithe and so um you know just Giving with a true heart and just trusting that God's going to bless us with everything. Bless us with our health. Bless us with our kids, with our house. You know, um, giving generously is the reason to do it, not because you expect anything back from it. That's good. So uh, as we close up here, if there's someone here that is is on the fence, you know, do we give kind of maybe in that same situation? Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. What's just a word of encouragement? What's a word of wisdom that you guys would give to someone in that same on that same journey? Just to trust, just to trust what the Lord tells you to do and just do it. Um, Because, again, you might not see a way, but the Lord will make a way at the end of the day. That's good. That's good. Any wisdom to add to that, Bart? Like she said, just go all in, you know. Um, you're, you may not realize or may not uh, know where the next, you know, funds are going to be coming from or whatever it may be. You don't know where God is working in your life, but he is. He always is. And so just go all in. You will be truly blessed to see the outcomes of what God can truly do for you. Amen. Amen. Can you guys thank the Shartzers for me this morning? So, you know, this morning, maybe you're uh, not in, a, in a, a similar situation to either one of these. You know, you're in church and you're striving to love the Lord and, you, and you're tithing. But I, what I want you to really understand today is that your story matters. 
Your story matters. If you're here and, and you kind of relate to one of these, I know these both of these couples would love to talk to you and love to encourage you and love to, to have some conversations with you about that. But, but what I want you to do today as we uh, end our time together, I want you to just uh, do, me, do me two things as you, as you leave today. Number one, just pray and ask God, you know, what part of my story do you want me to share? What part of my story, what's, what part of our story, if you're married, what part of our story do you want us to share? And then this week, I want you to uh, just look for opportunities to share your story. Look for opportunities to do exactly what Jesus calls us to do, to shine your light. And, and again, uh, uh, I, I really, I'm going to be honest with you, I struggle with this, okay? I struggle with this because I, I don't want to brag. I don't want people to think it's all about me. And I don't want people to think, you know, because a lot of times... Um, Non-church people can look at church people and be very judgmental to think that, you know, we think we're better than each other. But, but the, the key is that the last part of that verse when Jesus says, shine your light, share your light with other people so people can see your good deeds. Why? So that God gets all the glory. That's what this is about. This is about God getting the glory. It's not about us sitting up here on a stage. It's about the Lord receiving the glory that he deserves so that we can say, you know what? I was headed this way. But look what God did. I, I, was on this, I was on this path, but God took me off that path and put me over here. And that's why it's so important for you to share your story. So if you would, let's just bow our heads today and just go before the Lord. And as we do that today, let me just encourage you. Spend some time this week just reflecting on your story. I do a little Bible study with some of the folks in our church and this week, one of the, uh, the lessons was on spiritual markers in your life. What are the things that you can look back on and, and, and immediately it draws you back to what God did or what God's doing? And for me, back in the early 1990s, I asked Jesus to become my Lord and Savior in a black Toyota pickup truck. And so every time I see a black Toyota pickup truck, it reminds me of what God did in my heart. It reminds me of the journey that I've been on. What are those spiritual markers for you? Maybe it's a church. Maybe it's a, you know, the, you, the place you got married. Maybe it's a place you proposed. Maybe it's a, a place where you accepted Christ. Whatever it is. What's that spiritual marker in your life that you can look back and you can remember what God did? And I want to just encourage you this week. Share that story with somebody this week. Share that story of what God has done, what God continues to do in your life. And, and, and let me just say this. Let me say this. The story doesn't have to be completed in order for you to tell it. Doesn't mean you gotta be perfect and, and the story has the perfect ending in order for me to tell it. No, there's still hard things. There's still things I gotta work through. But let me tell you about what God's done up to this point. So, Father, I just pray that you would encourage all of us. Give us opportunities. Give us divine appointments this week to share our story, to share what you've done in our hearts and in our lives. And, God, not so that we can get any glory, but so that we would be obedient to your word, that we would shine our light so that others could see it, and so, God, that you can get all the honor and all the glory. And I pray today, Lord, if there's one here that is uh, battling with just coming back to you, getting back to uh, having a, a beautiful relationship with you, God, I pray that today would be an encouragement to them, that your grace is good enough, that your forgiveness is there. 
Lord, I pray that if there's some here that are in that uh, battle of, of going all in for you and especially with our finances, Lord, I pray that you would give us the, 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 the push, the encouragement, the boldness that we need to trust you and to go all in. God, so that we would be able to tell our story of how you provided, of how you prevailed. And so, Lord, thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for these amazing families that you're working, you're stirring, and you're going to continue to use them in a mighty way. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in with us today. We would love to connect with you, and the best way to do that is through social media or go straight to our website. God bless you, and have a wonderful day.